Hello. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, episode whatever this one is, from City Wave Cinema. This is also part one. Of what will definitely be two parts, for sure. There's so much to unpack here. There's a lot. This movie, it's, in, in, in summary, it's upsetting. This movie is upsetting. I agree, but I'm sure it's for different reasons. You just don't like their hair. I really, really hate their hair. Completely unfounded. I hate it. It's Why? too long and don't none of it's that. good. It's all great. Um, side note, if you're listening to this in the future and you hear weird noises, we are in the middle of a thunderstorm and our dog is very upset. He's very upset. So, I apologize. I don't suffer. In advance. Goblet of fire. Goblet of fire. I really do hate their hair. You're going to hear me complain about the look of the characters a lot. This is not the first time that I've watched this movie. Actually. Ah, a very rarity in this series so far. <laughs> Where typically I have not watched the Harry Potter movie that we review, I definitely have watched this one. I have seen it so many times. So many. You hate this movie. Why have you seen it so many times? I don't, again, I don't hate this movie. It's just my least favorite Harry Potter movie. Mm. I don't mm. hate it. As I was watching it, I was just as giddy as the other ones. I just have a lot more issues with this one, and a lot of it has to do with the interp- This one, I think, at, like, out of all of them, has the worst interpretation from book to movie. That you miss so much. You miss so much. You miss Winky. You miss Peeves. You miss... I mean, I was listing things to James as we were watching. And it's... It's a lot. Miss Dobby working at Hogwarts. Miss the foundations of Spew. Who's Spew? It's the foundation Hermione sets up for the help of... uh, To, like, free house elves. Oh. From slavery you miss a lot that that seems great why would we not show that because uh, i'll I tell mean, you why it's because we need to spend our budget on graphics and making lord voldemort also like it, it as far as plot goes it is a minor plot point yeah. that was some of the ugliest fucking weird baby transformation i've ever seen how many weird baby transformations have you seen James? more than one and that's too many Weird baby transformations have you seen? Mostly from low rent horror movies. Babies turn into demons and shit. It's great. What? It's terrible. Goblet of Fire. I have, as always, f- fucking lot of notes. I didn't like very much about this movie. But you I, rem- said I remember saying I liked this movie. You did. You said it and, before we watched it. And I, and I watched the movie, but I think, you know. It was the fact that I paid attention this time and, like, looked at it to find problems with it. He wasn't as So I would, have, I would have reasons to talk during the podcast. And w- ultimately what it came down to was um, we reverted partially back into the bad writing stage of the Harry Potter movies. We went from having, like, two movies that were pretty well written uh dialogue good storyline good to this movie where storyline is really sped up it felt rushed it Mm -hmm. felt very chaotic 
and the the inter turmoil of your golden trio felt forced unnecessary and truly truly poorly written i think it does get i think they tried to cram too much into this movie goblet of fire is a thick ass fucking book and it's i also i wrote the word horny more times in this section of notes than in all of the previous sections of notes combined for in this movie all they know is wizard competition and be horny those are the all no thoughts just competition be horny puberty's a bitch but those in the are books, the, all the thoughts in the books it does a much better job of setting up some of these like conflicts between characters and... that's great does it do anything about the horny no they're all puberty's, so horny puberty's a bitch do you remember being 14 no puberty's a bitch no, I have, I have no recollection of my teenage years. Uh, right. So we start the film with Hermione waking Harry and Ron up. No. Yes. No. Yes. Harry's dream. Oh, Harry has a scary dream, and the poor garden keeper caretaker. The, gate, the caretaker of the graveyard is straight murdered. That poor bastard. Anyways, then the fun starts. Hermione wakes up Ron and Harry in what I believe was the upstairs of the Weasleys' house? Yes, in Ron's bedroom. Copy that. Ron's bedroom, not a lot better than Harry Potter's bedroom at the Dursleys. Just gonna say it. It's small. It's kind of shitty. They did have to cram two beds in there, so, you know, that doesn't help. But, uh... Yeah, so Hermione just rolls in, wakes him up, and Ron covers up his titties, uh, which is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, just great open to the movie. Uh, it was tremendous, and I was in jovial spirits at this point. Uh, and then we introduced a fuckload of characters, and Robert Pattinson's character... Robbie! Uh, good old Cedric Diggory. I wrote, Robert Pattinson inspires horny wherever he goes, and then in parentheses I wrote Ginny and Hermione. Uh, because I guess they saw him and went, huh. I mean, he and is pretty attractive. Like, give him all the hate you want. Robert Pattinson's good looking. I can't knock him. He's Batman now. I can't knock that shit. He's good looking. Uh, I, yeah. I don't really, so many thoughts have gone through my head since the movie that I don't really remember the opening because there was a lot of other shit that happened later that was much more prominent. Um, but yeah, then they go to the port, the port key, which is the boot, the gro the grody boot, because they're going to go to the, the uh, Quidditch World Cup, mm -hmm. which I wrote a great joke about. Um, so they go, they go and they find the boot. And, and once again, nobody tells Harry anything that's my note you can't just be stealing my note it can be my note too i have thoughts about the movies too and one of them is no one tells harry shit ever he's like what's a port key and they're like <laughs> it's a port key touch the boot that's it they don't tell him what it does they don't tell him what's so, going to happen so helpful such nice friends 
Why are they all gathering around the boot? That's not just any that's not just any boot. It's a port key. Cool. I wrote secondary questions. Literally, Harry doesn't get to learn wizard shit. What is even the point of Hogwarts? Do they even explain wizard shit to the young wizards? In their year, like, I, there's curriculum, so I'm sure eventually you learn about port keys, but... Why would that not be something that you learn about in, like, a magic artifacts class? I, that you would, but I just don't think it's... I don't think he's old enough listen, to have reached that curriculum. They have shown, yet. they have shown, like, three different classes. And the whole time that they've been at school, they've shown three different classes. Defense Against the Dark Arts, Herbology, slash Potions, because they're the same thing. They're not. Whatever. Okay, if they're not. Herbology, Potions. What was the first one? Sorry. Defense Against the Dark Arts. Transfiguration, they've shown with McGonagall multiple times. Charms class with Flitwick, they've shown multiple times. First years take flying, you miss Trelawney's divination class. They also take astrology. What they never show they never show astrology and they never show history of magic, which is taught by a ghost. Um, it plays a lot more uh, it plays a lot more into the book's history of magic. Um, Hermione also takes muggle studies. There's like secondary classes you can take. Um, muggle studies is one, ancient artifacts is one. Hermione talks about another one that's like Egyptian runes or something like that, which she's taking in with the Time Turner in year three. Um, there's a lot of classes that we, they attend. They do have a full schedule of classes. Hmm. No. Anyways. Wow. Fuck you too, dude. They just, they just run around. That's all they do in the movies. They just run around. As Besides the time that they are in class, they just run around. Clairvoyance class. Even Green Gorilla knows of divination. I just am spiteful of this universe. So they all touch the boot. The boot goes swirly-do into the into the sky, and then... Uh, old men are assholes. Old Mr. Weasley and Cedric's dad are like, let go! And all the young kids are like, let go! They're like, yeah, do it, do like, it. Yeah, fuck it. And then they all fall on their ass in the grass. And everybody else just floats down. Cedric and the two dads just sort of float down because Laughing. they held on to the port key, like you're supposed to. Uh, they thought it was a great joke. Yeah, good good fun. So That's we, something your dad would do, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like just... Absolutely. He's that kind of guy. So then we have like a, a brief time at a very expensive shoot where they did the Quidditch World Cup. Uh, which I refer to lovingly in my notes as Birmingham's Burning Man, uh, because I thought that was funny. And it's tents everywhere. It looks like the World Cup meets a festival in the desert. Uh, and there's this enormous Quidditch pitch dug into like a massive hole in the side of a hill. Uh, and we see exactly none of the fun. And there's a, <laughs> they really they, don't show any they of stole, the Quidditch games. They stole a tent from Doctor Who, and they put a gajillion square feet inside it. Uh, and then the clan showed up. Oh, yes. The Death Eaters. These fucking assholes with their pointy hats and their weird skull masks. And they burnt the whole motherfucker down. Yep. We didn't see who won the match, but I assume it was the Irish. Yep. Uh... 
who beat the Bulgarians. Yes. Shocker, considering Victor Crum is on the Bulgarian, the Bulgarian, the Bulgarian team. Having one really great player doesn't make the entire. Yeah, but he's team the most good. important really great player. He's the seeker. You know what his problem is? Is he doesn't get Harry Potter orgasm face when he sees the snitch. We don't know that because we. Didn't well, we see wouldn't. Him. Yeah, of course we don't know that because they didn't show us a fucking scene of how the match went. We get to. In the book, they spend a great deal of time explaining the match and the who's winning and blah, blah, blah. But in the movie, yeah, they're just like, eh, Quidditch. <laughs> You've seen Quidditch. You know the Quidditch. Next scene. <laughs> so the clan shows up. They burn everything. Everyone's like, all right, everybody, stay together. And then everybody separates. And Immediately. It, it, they don't even try. It's they, they don't even put forth an iota of effort to, like, t- grab hands run together they everybody scattered to the wind uh and so that you know that's fucking exactly what you want to do in a panic situation uh and then harry like gets kicked in the face or some shit and falls asleep on the ground and gets then knocked unconscious. Uh, evil doctor who is stalking his way through the uh through the burnt out festival grounds uh and he throws up the dark mark which is just a a a skull in the clouds with a big snake coming out its mouth and it's animated and moves around very voldemort he's and got a style voldemort's got nothing he's got an aesthetic down pat yeah it's the slytherin aesthetic evil house no so, yep so you know there are death eaters that aren't in slytherin right well yeah for example wormtail was a gryffindor well yeah but wormtail displays zero gryffindor traits yeah, I don't. I have questions. What's for his the, whole deal? I have questions for the Sorting Hat, and the most of hat, them involve Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> the Sorting Hat feels very much like it's full of shit. Anyway, move on to Harry's conked down on the ground. He comes to sees the evil Doctor Who do his doodad up in the sky, uh, and and Ron and Hermione find him, and then the Wizard Police show up. And they're like, bad! And then Harry's like, no, I saw the guy. He was that way. And they go, what? Where? And run off. Which is great. Uh, because that's exactly how police work. <laughs> Facts. Then I wrote, why hasn't anyone told Harry anything? But that could be said at any point in time during any movie, and it would still be true. Probably the dark mark. Yeah, probably. Because he's like, what is that? And they're like... It's they're all like, what do you fucking mean, what is that, you dumb fuck? It's you-know-who's mark. No. They're all terrible. Everyone's the worst to Harry. He didn't deserve this shit. Uh, Harry, in most of this movie, does not deserve a single fucking thing that happens to him. Well, yeah, he, because a bunch of people do a bunch of shit that just so happens to involve him. He gets fucked with... Hard. And loses most of his friends for most of the movie... And none of it is his fault. Nope, not a bit. So, then I wrote, Harry wears horny on his face, which is the first time that he catches sight of who? It's not the first time he's seen her, but... The first time that he gets horny about who? Cho Cho Chang? Chang. Cho Chang. It's just the first time they're showing it. He's had a crush on her for a while. Right, well, regardless, we get visual clarity about exactly how horny he is, and it is up there. Uh, he wears that on his face. Uh, and then I wrote, Davy Jones comes to Hogwarts because, as you all know, because you've watched the movie or read the book, the Hogwarts has been chosen to host the Triwizard Cup, 
because this is whatever. This is a, a movie solely about sporting events. Uh, really is though. They really hard maybe that's turned. why I they, don't they like They hard it. left turned from like doing mystery wizard shit into doing sports. I mean, there's a mystery to this one because you don't know who put Harry's name in the Goblet of Fire and who's fucking. Who's yeah, but it's it's all centralized around sports, and you hate sports. I was like, maybe this is why I don't like it. I it don't could like be. sports. It could be indeed. So the Bulgarians roll in in a uh, uh, oh, and they all do these fancy ass introductions. And Hogwarts, thank God they Hogwarts, deleted the Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hogwarts introduction. Just something, please. Because as my wife lovingly told me during a pause in the movie, the Hogwarts uh, introduction to the other schools is they sing the school theme, which is bad. <gasps> what? I had one of those moments. Where you just put something together? Did someone help you put something together right yeah, now? Yeah, in now? chat, they yeah. put the Triwizard Tournament, but there are four, and Triwizard, because there's supposed to be three wizards competing. You didn't put that together until right now? Yeah, there's times where I'm not oh, so smart. darling. I'm so smart. And they're, like I said, it's the wordplay ones that are always like, pew! I think this happened literally in the last one. Oh, it was about Lupin! Yeah, I I pegged him as a werewolf long before you did. Sometimes. This is the most canonically correct hair for movie for Harry, but everyone else's hair needs cut. That's not true. Just flat out. Um, yeah, no, didn't put Triwizard in. So. Three wizards. At, before they introduce all the schools, we see uh, in my next note, which says Filch should never have to run because while Dumbledore, <laughs> Dumbledore is doing announcements about the fact that they're going to have this tournament and they're hosting the other schools, and Filch runs through the hall, just through this <laughs> through the dining hall. One of the and best scenes. It's, he's ever. like hobbling because he's like nine million years old and is just running on hatred in his heart, and he's just like Facts. hobbling his way up there, and he gets up to where Dumbledore is, and he's going. <gasps> and he like whispers something into Dumbledore's ear and then Dumbledore whispers something back and he goes okay and then he sprint hobbles his way back out and immediately the the lady school from France rolls in and it's established through visuals of the Hogwarts students and the French students that the French students despite having very prudent garb on are hot as fuck all girls school, all the boys' jaws hit the floor because they've never seen girls before, and I mean to be fair, they're they're suggestive as fuck, and their uniforms are very form fitting, whereas like Hogwarts are covered in like you got drapery robes, <laughs> like actual robes, and they're all like in their tiny little blue skirts, like ah. <laughs> they, they rolled it. We got a gratuitous ass shot, yes, of children. Of, uh, I, I want to I want to make this very clear. We got in a movie for kids a shot of French schoolgirls' asses for like a solid five seconds. I think this one's rated PG thirteen. Hip walking, model runway strut up to the front, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh, oh." Oh, is it hot in here, or is it just me? It's probably your 50 pounds of school uniform you have to wear. Right, they all have heat stroke. Uh, immediately following the French, 
are the uh, Bulgarians. And they are uh, bog standard not attractive. Oh, I think they're attractive. They all have prisoner buzz cuts and wear monk robes. They don't wear monk robes. They look like prisoners. I think they're hot. In their intro, they want... Yeah, of course you, Breaker, in chat would disagree. I know. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Okay. I like I've them. had enough from you. I like them. All right. Also, they stained the floors with their electric sparky staffs. And... <laughs> why are the men the only ones allowed to have boners in this movie to you oh no everybody has boners the i mean i don't want to see that everybody has boners but it's very clearly shown that all the students become horny immediately about everyone all at the same time Except the French don't give a shit about anybody. That is accurate. The the French roll in and they're like, we're hot and we know we're hot. Fuck all of you. The the Bulgarians roll in and they're like, we're here. And that's that. Really, it's just the Hogwarts students that are all like, well, I've just discovered what love is right now. So, you know, that was that was tremendous. Um, in, in, in the notes I did have written, uh, we've established that the French are hot and there are too many boners. And I wrote, uh, who, who's the, 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 not the principal, the, well, I guess, yeah, the uh, Karkaroff. I wrote that he's a Ivan the Terrible looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> he is. <laughs> uh, so then they continue on doing announcements about the cup and the, magic chief of police shows up and he tries to talk to the children but he doesn't know because he's the police and i wrote the police much like in real life don't know how to interact with children uh and mad eye mooney shows up mooney or moody 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 okay i keep saying mooney it's not mooney no that's mad eye moody that's lupin on the marauders map is mooney all right that's too that's too many things too many things that are the same thing uh i know then nothing really happened until the goblet ceremony. Uh, and then... Ba, 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 ba. That's what I said, chat. And then, I, honestly, Ron has just become Hermione's equivalent as a fucking asshole. Okay, so... They, I they hate do, they Ron do in the, this movie. They do the name drawing. And that was fine. I mean, it was, it, like, it was exactly how I expected it to go. And this is part that I do remember from the first time I watched it. Where the the cup shoots the names out uh and that uh, it's just fine scene i think it's fine i like it and fucking ron is just so pissed the whole time and i think it's because he's so damn horny no it's because he's jealous of harry right but he's never really been that jealous of harry before he has they've been setting it up for a little bit sure, they've been setting to... it up but it hasn't ever boiled to a head from anything else that's happened with harry previously i think it was the goblet of fire that really ticked him over the edge because because of how much they talked of glory yeah like he that's what ron's always wanted i mean if you remember in the mirror of era said what he saw was himself being head boy winning the house cup winning the quidditch cup ironically he does not play quidditch um and all these things and then 
he never gets any of that. Like the most he's ever known at is 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 Harry's best friend. Harry's dumb best friend. That's mentioned. Yeah. So he uh he just I think it's finally getting to the point where it's like and this happens to a lot of people if you live if you stay next to the spotlight but are never in the spotlight. I mean, we've seen it IRL after Unisonis even. Like just sometimes being next to the spotlight burns you more than being in the spotlight. Yeah. You're always just right there but never getting any of the perks of it and so i think it's just and i mean his family is low status and all these things and i think it is starting to finally wear on his psyche a little bit he does break out of it but i think and they have set it up in previous movies of just how bad it's making him feel Right, well, he just decides he's going to be a fucking asshole about it. And he, uh, as we as we all know, I canonically hate Hermione Granger. Yes, uh, for no real reason. She's the worst. Just fully the worst. At Ron's all times. worse in e- this movie. Uh, they're both pretty bad in this movie. Uh, but every time Hermione opens her mouth, she's just the worst. She says the worst things at the worst times all the time. And is just insistent on being the worst. Uh, frankly, uh, I truly just despise a know-it-all, and that's, like, all of her character traits are that for, like, like, what, four movies straight? She does get better. She's been getting better. You have to admit the first year Hermione was a lot more annoying than... Oh, yeah. I mean, in the last movie alone, I, we, we reviewed it, and I was like, you know, it's really written properly well, and she's getting better and then in this movie they throw it all away because they're horny and there's glory and everyone hates everyone it's great it's tremendous the conflict uh blah 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 i really just ranted and raved about how ron harry and hermione were all fucking terrible to each other for most of the middle of the movie puberty sucks and then we had uh, the interview with the journalist who blows everything out of proportions, which was very funny. Uh, and she just drags his ass into a broom closet, fucking dunks on him about like, oh, then you should be comfortable being in a broom closet because that's what you've been in your should whole life. Should feel right at home for like, you. Like, what a fucking monstrous asshole. Uh, e- enormous slam dunk on poor Harry Potter's life. Uh, and I, my only note was, what in the hot fuck is happening in this broom closet right now? Which is exactly what Harry Potter was thinking the entire time he was in that broom closet. He was really like... He's <laughs> like, what is happening? Why is this happening? Uh, uh, the, someone said something about how Hogwarts isn't safe this year. I believe that was... Uh, Dumbledore said that the first time he was at the weird cup that holds all his memories. Uh, and he was talking to Moody, Snape, and McGonagall. And he was like, Hogwarts isn't safe this year. And I, I said out loud... Has it ever been? Yeah, when is the Hogwarts... The whole time, it's been bad. When has Hogwarts literally ever been safe? It's only ever been dangerous. The entire, Even if there was not a great enemy to deal with, it there's still so many fucking hazards. The tree outside will kill you if you look at it wrong. Facts. Like, there's... you. They send children into detention in a forest full of things that can kill them. What? What part of the school isn't safe now... Has uh, that's so fucking stupid? It's been dangerous the whole time. And scene. <laughs> D- 
dangerous the entire time. Uh, and my last note before I made a break in the notes is I wrote, fucking little bitch babies, all of you, stop being assholes to your friends. I don't remember why I wrote that, but uh, surely, oh, was that when, uh, that was when Harry and Longbottom were down at the lake Mm -hmm. and Hermione came to play Owl briefly between Ron and Harry and Ron and Harry got so into their boy tiff that Hermione got pissed. (laughs) I was like, I'm not an owl! And stormed off. I mean, to be fair, they were being little bitch babies. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote that. They were like, absolutely being little bitch babies. I my th- my thing about this movie is it. Wh- while we were talking about it, it constantly felt like y- you were like trying to remind me not to like only tunnel on one character. And I like, I very, I feel like I very clearly despise every character in this movie. They're all terrible at all times to everyone around them. Except Neville. You really love Neville. It's Neville, the sweetest yeah. thing. Neville Longbottom doesn't deserve a goddamn bad thing that ever happened to him. James was literally like every time like, get it, Neville, like during the whole it, like Yule Ball and everything. Like he's like, I hope Neville's okay. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I was he, like, his love for Neville is so sweet. <laughs> Neville Neville deserves the world. But fucking, they, just like... It's like we just we were building these relationships that were solid foundations and good chummy behaviors with each other. And I I don't I don't know if this is this way in the books. It might be. But it felt like we just like hard left turned into Goblet of Fire where we wanted to do a sports movie twice and also make everyone horny all the time. Which, I don't know if that's a screenwriter choice, or a directorial choice, or if that's just the way the book is. But if that's the way the book is, then J.K. Rowling fucking sucks, because that's a terrible way to go about writing the story. That's how the book is, but you get longer to, like... Sort of deal with it? Yeah, there's longer breaks in between, like, Triwizard Tournament and... Like, there's longer breaks in between tasks where you get to, like, really flesh out the, and you get to find out, oh, Victor Crumb has been spending all his time in the library. Long before you find out that he asked Hermione to the ball, you get to find out um, more about Rita Skeeter. Like, there's longer breaks in between tasks in the book where you really get to, like, dive more into the fight with Harry, the asking people to yule ball like all these things that in the movie they're just like they have to go so rapid fire because they have to they're like this movie especially especially because it's the return of Voldemort has so many plot points that have to get together in one cohesive storyline because you've got the plot with Voldemort you've got the Triwizard Tournament you've got all these relationships that are starting to develop between characters you've got regular school because in the book, like I said, they do go more in-depth in the classes. So you have all these plot lines and these working parts and all these things that are starting to, like, move. And it's the first movie that I really see them because there is so much. They really struggle with how to, like, give each plot time. In the past few movies, it's really just, like, the one plot. This is, like, the story for the year. It's the Sorcerer's Stone. It's the Chamber of Secrets, it's the prisoner that escaped from Azkaban. This is the first one where they have so many different plot lines, and I do see them struggle a little bit to keep track of all those plot lines. 
in a cohesive form. I think it, I, I feel like this movie is rushed. And like I said, in the book, there's even more. You have the house elves, you have this, you have that. And so I feel like they really struggled on how to balance it out. I do think they got better as movies go on because the plot lines, there are so many overlapping plot lines in all the movies past this point. But I think this is the one where they had to learn from their mistakes. And this is the one where they make the most mistakes, storytelling-wise, in my opinion. And I think it's just because there was so much, and they really didn't know what to do. Yeah, there are six chapters in the book between the two tasks. So it's like, there's a lot. They did also make a director change. Mm-hmm. Again. There's a bunch of directors. But, I mean, we we ranted and raved about how good Prisoner of Azkaban was. Yes. And that was directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Mm-hmm. And Love him. He did it phenomenal job with that and then we go to goblet of fire which is done by mike newell uh not as great he's not one of my favorite harry potter directors but yeah that felt pretty shit it feel you're right it feels you're all the feelings you're feeling are totally valid because oh, that doesn't it doesn't help that also in his repertoire is prince of persia it's just It's just a lot. They're trying to cram in. How long was Goblet of Fire? A lot. Because it feels like, it felt like there was enough content to draw from the book to make the movie a three and a half hour movie. Like you could have done a... Oh, definitely. Like a... It's not Lord of the Rings. It's the... You could have done a The Hobbit runtime. Yes. Of like a three and out, a three and change hour movie to dig more into like this is the first time i've watched the movie and gone i think i might need to read the book because i feel like i'm overreacting to things that someone who's read the book wouldn't overreact to you miss a lot in this movie. so i think i think i probably will go and read this book holy shit yeah goblet's two and a half hours extended cuts two hours 46 minutes but like maybe this is also one that they should have just cut in half and made yeah. another movie out of i think so and i mean but that wasn't a thing that they were doing no they started doing that next they started doing that when twilight did it breaking dawn was the first one to go when in. was breaking dawn when did that come out uh around the same time as the last harry potter movie they competed for space and Great. one one took the like i don't remember who it was at this point but like one they were both supposed to debut on the same time and one was like we don't want to get overshadowed so they changed their release date i'm pretty sure it was breaking dawn because i think harry potter aired in the summer and breaking dawn changed theirs to november well that's smart too because the it's fucking cold and shitty in that movie the whole time so so yeah I, i i watching the movie i really I really felt like I probably need to read the book because the you kept telling me about how the book has this, the book shows that, the book mentions this thing that you're upset about, and all this stuff. And it just... I felt very much like I was missing out on stuff because it it happened to where... It happened like a bad movie where you jump cut from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing and there's nothing to fill the gaps or explain why things happen back to back to back like that. And that's like a hallmark example of really shitty storytelling. Mm -hmm. You cannot do that 
it's like people will annihilate your movie in reviews if that's how you do it especially if there's a source material to pull from like what was it the last uh the, uh, the, last the last Hunger Air... Games. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about The Last Airbender. I mean, that too. But, like, I remember people were just shitting all over The Last Hunger Games movie when it came out. Because, like, over they yeah. just straight ditched a bunch of stuff that happened mm-hmm. in the book. And I remember watching it because I had read all the books prior to watching the movies. And I, I was... Not, you know, up in arms with pitchforks about it, but I remember seeing it and going, man, they really just, like, sort of tossed half of the book. I'll give you one that you would be mad about. No, what's that? Percy Jackson. And I'm not even going to fucking bring that shit up. That, that but was... in similar grounds, that just... was That was Peter Jackson doing his very best to make a cool movie and not trusting that a child could act. Yeah. The casting director for that film should probably be murdered. It... The now here's a fun hot take for you to take a brief pause away from Harry Potter. I don't think the two Percy Jackson movies that got made are actually bad movies, but I do think that if you have any prior knowledge of the book series or that universe, it is such a appalling attempt at taking that book and turning it into film. Ooh. It is so bad. I have one of those. What's that? I like the series of Unfortunate Events movies. Ah, with Jim Carrey. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. Is it anything no, like not, the not, books? Not a goddamn thing like the book. <laughs> not, not even a little bit. It's kind of there. <laughs> the characters are the same. The characters are the same. <laughs> but... Took some very big liberties with the storyline. Dramatic leaps. Um, uh, but I think this is this is a movie that didn't even really reach that. Because it, it, even watching it with no prior knowledge of the book, it still feels like shit just happens and isn't explained. There's not any sort of context for most of the movie about why anything is happening. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like this is this movie is a red-handed caught culprit for no one telling Harry Potter a goddamn thing. I've said it for every movie so far, no one explains any wizarding anything to Harry. I'm not entirely sure he learns anything in school either. But like no one explains anything to the most famous wizard and most powerful wizard and it's just like how how much shit could be avoided if people took all the knowledge that they have about the problem and they told it to the guy that needs to solve the problem there wouldn't be any more fucking problems everything is so contrived in these stories and it's fine for the first two or three books movies because those are for children but as the children grow up the problems don't stop being that level. And things don't get better the longer the series goes on. Yes, America. I think a lot of this, and you'll start to see it more and more as the series go on, is Dumbledore's incessant need to control Harry. And when Harry is allowed to 
access certain knowledge or know certain things. And especially, like, in the next movie, it's very prominent of Dumbledore feels like Harry needs to wait till, like, the precise moment in time in Dumbledore's head, and God knows when that is, to know certain things. But does he actually? Does he actually what? Sorry. Does does Harry actually need to wait to know? No! In fact, do you know how many fucking problems would be avoided if Dumbledore just told Harry shit? Especially in the next one. Like, if Dumbledore was just straight up with Harry of like, hey, dude, I need to keep some space from you because I feel like, I feel like me being close to you might make Voldemort use you more. Do you know how simple the rest of the fucking series would be if if Dumbledore was just like, hey, Harry, just so you know, these things are going on. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, Harry, uh... someone definitely put your name in the Goblet of Fire. We don't know who it is. We're working on it. We're going to be there for you, like, as much as we can be with this Triwizard Tournament. Like... Also, forcing the rules on that thing after a surprise fourth entrant that's not supposed to happen. Magical like, contracts. But you've already... Br- someone's already broken through the magical contract to begin with. The problem is that here They didn't break into the magical contract. They broke... They... they there is no... They forced Harry to sign it, essentially. They didn't break the contract. They essentially took Harry's hand and was like, blood oath, here you go. Like, that's essentially what they did. They didn't break the contract. They just forced Harry to sign it. Mm, this whole fucking thing just... From the moment that the fourth name comes out of the goblet, uh, I feel America, like sh- America just kept saying it's a magical contract. You can't fucking break it. And I was like, but you can, though. They, but, but we you don't sure know. Can. You just fucking die. Who cares? You just characters just fucking kill die. Harry Potter. No, don't kill Harry. Kill the fucking head or kill that guy. Fuck that guy. He dies anyways. Very unfairly. Well, Barty crouched fault. didn't do anything wrong. No, but then his kid killed him. How terrible. Should have seen that coming, Barty. Truly. Truly should have seen that shit coming. Like from a mile away. <laughs> like, get your shit together. He does a lot of things. The ministry in general, much like most governments, highly corrupt, does a lot of things horrifically wrong. For example, hot take, Hmm. the ministry's handling of Voldemort coming back is about equivalent to America's handling of COVID. (laughs) Because, like, for a good solid two movies, 50%, if not more, just believes Dumbledore and Harry are full of shit. And that Voldemort's not back. That's buck wild. You'll see it in the next one. Carry on. That, that get... is... Dude, Diggory died. He got full Avada Kedavra. Oh, the, but people die in the tournament. That's easy to Yeah, just... but do people die of Avada Kedavra in the tournament? I mean, like, people just the, Those kids ain't supposed to know curses. They definitely got taught curses that year. They got yeah, but they curse. weren't supposed to get taught curses that year. They weren't supposed to get taught curses that year. If the real Moody was actually the professor, he probably would he still would have ta- done. Would he, would he though? Yeah, Moody's kind of fucking crazy. <laughs> While nah, yes, Barty like Crouch was impersonating Moody. When you meet Moody later, and when you find like, it's just out, gonna be the same shit. Yeah, he's just as fucking crazy. <laughs> Damn it! Like he's just well, an insane person. There goes that theory. <laughs> he's, 
He's had he's had a few too many curses going. Um, yeah, it it just depends on school. I feel like in America, we... Hogwarts, they're not even supposed to learn. All right. Um, where did we leave off? We got really uh, sidetracked. I, I, there's a. I stopped taking notes. Again, for two movies in a row. Well, no, for like for like the second half of the movie, when they're doing a lot of the tournament stuff and the the ball stuff i really just didn't take any notes because it was just rehashing the same old shit that they had been doing before no one talked to harry everyone's an asshole to each other everyone's just being the worst and i wrote it down i wrote it really far down in my notes but oh no not terribly i actually i stopped taking notes during the majority of the tournament test uh there's just too much horny all over the place everyone's too damn horny uh i wrote why is draco in a tree isn't he too good for the tree uh which is irrelevant but after that i wrote it turns out in this movie every character is the worst possible version of themselves including their hair that's not true. I hate the hair. That's uh, fucking personal preference, but it's not personal preference to realize that every character behaves in the worst possible way that the character would. They all behave in the manner that the can that the character should. I don't fucking know. I don't remember fourteen. That's probably blacked out. I don't fucking know. The it's probably blacked out because of all the horny he experienced at fourteen. Frankly, uh, through my genealogy as a person always been a late bloomer and nothing really hit my shit until i was like 17 i can remember how horny i was at 14 it was a lot that's freshman year of high school man that's everything all your hormones kicking off at once you're not in middle school anymore they're not babying and policing you you're free to pretty much go and do whatever you want your car is in people have cars in the lot it's very easy to like Get out, get away for a minute. 14? Yeah. I think that shit started for me at like late 16, early 17. I hit puberty way early. I was like... I did, but I did that all that shit at once. I was dead. I did all that shit at once. I was an early bloomer, so... I grew like seven inches my junior year of high school. I was an early bloomer, but it was like spaced out. Like a, I think I fully developed... At... I'm probably not fully developed yet. I'm 25 years old. 12. So from 10 to 12, all the changes. <sighs> uh, See, me it, too. Like, hey, the... what up? Regardless of whether or not every character is in the throes of puberty, it's not just the kids <laughs> who are acting as the worst versions of themselves. Fair. Every adult is the worst version of themselves in this movie, too. And the adults haven't ever been the best versions of themselves in any of the movies. You take that back about Nerva McGonagall right now. No. Why are you hitting me with a bear? The bear is hitting you with its wand. Yeah, well, I didn't get cursed, did I? That you know of. You gonna, you gonna fucking do it or what? That you know of. Is that a... Is that a wand or is that a chopstick? It's a wand. That's a wand. Alright. It's my wand. It's the... my Hawthorne wand. Man. Yeah, everyone's just the worst version of themselves. I will f- 
fight chat right now. No, now hang on. Now hang on. Chat's bringing up an interesting point. Chat says Minerva is a bad head of house. No. And now I, now hang on, because I have not necessarily an agreement with that, but I find it very interesting that, to my knowledge, the heads of house are supposed to sort of explain things to the (laughs) students. And uh, as far as I'm aware, no one's ever told Harry Potter shit. And I never see McGonagall teach anyone a damn thing. You've been in her classroom. One time. More than once. One whole time that I remember. So Your memory's really I remember we went to Trelawney's class twice. But I, to my knowledge, as someone who's never read the books, Head of House sort of like shepherds you through your tenure at the school right yeah is that right yeah more or less so they would explain shit to you about how things work right um not necessarily like they're like uh assistant principals okay well snape teaches harry more shit than mcgonagall does explain snape through alluding to things and just saying stuff really sort of teaches Harry more about how to exist in a wizarding world where no one is really on his side. Hmm. Everyone's cheering for Harry Potter, but no one wants him to win. I will say that's an interesting point, but I think bullying is not something that is addressed at Hogwarts by any head of house, not just McGonagall, not even by Dumbledore. They re- Snape probably encourages it. Yeah, they probably, all of them encourage it. I mean, Minerva McGonagall, like, rewrote the rules of, like, the Quidditch tournament just so Harry could compete and beat Slytherin because Slytherin hurt, the Slytherin team hurt her in her years. So, like, I don't think bullying is necessarily, like, something that's policed or cared about at Hogwarts. Uh, Neville Longbottom, as a solid example... Poor, that poor motherfucker gets picked on the whole damn time. Um, like, as per actual most real schools, no one actually gives a fuck or does anything about bullying. So you're not dead. If nobody dies, no one does a fucking thing. Listen, people die at Hogwarts all the time. No one, no one's actually died since Moaning Myrtle. Well, until Cedric, but... And then they did sh- they did shit. But Spe- like speaking of horny. <laughs> Moaning Myrtle. I'll I'll get to that in the next episode of the podcast. Uh, but speaking of horny. <laughs> the horniest character in probably all of Harry Potter is Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> Un- unholy amount of horny. The, uh, d- disturbing. This movie is upsetting for so many reasons, and most of them have to do with everyone is in the throes of puberty, and the adults are worthless. All of them are worthless. Much like in real life. But what's the most important thing McGonagall does in this whole movie? Teaches them how to waltz. She also goes to bat for Harry. In so, in so that does meeting. Snape. No, Snape's like, let him compete. Let's see what happens. 
Yeah, I've got, that's, I'll have that's my popcorn the way, That's ready. the way to do it. McGonagall's looking for the, maybe we just fucking kill him by not letting him compete, and then the magical contract will get his ass. That, McGonagall, in her effort to try to help Harry with good intention, would absolutely have him killed. Well, I think he was, she was trying to get Dumbledore to go, like, fight more to get Harry out of it, like, have Barty Crouch, like, change the contract or do something like i think she was like but it's binding yeah they said it's binding no i know that's that's what she but she's like i mean dumbledore is dumbledore and realistically realistically just given the knowledge that we have about dumbledore if dumbledore wanted to make it happen probably could have made it. dumbledore happen. also just doesn't give a single fuck all the adults don't give any fucks but, not one of them I, I do think... Hagrid's horny is also problematic, okay? <laughs> James made... When uh, the... Hagrid and uh, the Bobatons headmistress were flirting with each other, James and Harry simultaneously made the same face, and it was hilarious. That was deeply upsetting. Like, I looked over... It was not good flirting. And James's face was disgusted. <laughs> like, he was upset. At what point did I turn to you and just, like... Vomit. Well, uh, Hermione said something because that's what always happens. It was something about so Hermione. Oh. Hermione said something, and I was, was like, I think, "I think it was when the uh, the twins were trying to get over the age line." And oh she's like, my god! It's not going to work. Oh, Emma Watson fucking crushed this know-it-all bit. Oh my god! It was so good, such good acting, and I just I hate it. I hate that character with every fiber of my being. The twins are so convinced that their anti-aging shit is going to work perfectly. And why wouldn't they be? They were like, of course it's going to work. The spell's a high level, and this is dumb. Of course it'll work. Which is terrific logic. And Hermione is correct. But also, the, the way Emma Watson just hit the right, like mouth sounds to sound like so above everyone else like it's like she just injected snootiness into the character for that moment and it was just like of course not like uh, just just super fuck yourself just super duper fuck yourself forever just such good acting and i hate it so much it's just, it's the worst fucking character, and I never want to root for her, but she just killed it so well. It was so good and terrible at the same time, and it's upsetting. It, there's, there's two characters that are so good they're terrible, and it's Snape and Hermione. The, the, Alan Rickman and Emma Watson fucking put on an acting clinic for every fucking movie, and their characters are just despicable at all times. Yes. Want to hear something that's going to upset you even more? I guess. Remember how I told you that one of the uh, popular ships of the Harry Potter series was Draco and Hermione? Yeah. You want to know what one of the other ones is? What? Snape and Hermione. That's disgusting. Uh-huh. That. <laughs> uh-huh. That's upsetting. <laughs> that. Oh. You said so many words. <laughs> You, oh, fucking what? 
No! For those of you that aren't seeing this right now and are listening oh, to this later. No! I've made James stand up and start pacing. Oh, you bastard! Fuck! No! Uh, your fucking fandom is full of fucking perverts! You're all disgusting! You fucking sicken me! What the fuck is wrong with all of you? <laughs> you incessant, horny, perverted bastards! That's gross! We too have the You're horny. Fucking what? I don't ship it. Oh my god! I don't ship it. I'm just saying that it is a popular. Oh no! It is a popular no! section of fan fiction. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! them anymore (laughs) you ruined them for me i already didn't like the series and now i hate it more it it, that's okay breaker put another one in there for you what harry okay Uh uh-huh that's different that that third one there Harry and Snape? That's as bad, if not worse, actually. Ah, my, my God. Um, we're going to have to have a chat with the Harry Potter fandom and maybe get them all therapists. <laughs> I, I, we pro- what, most what? of us probably have them at this point. <laughs> because y'all are fucked up. Despicable. How, I, you know, I, I heard the line in the Bo Burnham special on the Welcome to the Internet song about <laughs> the colored pencil drawings of all the characters from Harry Potter fucking each other. And I've not looked into this. I have not gone searching for this. But y'all need Jesus. In... In a very desperate way. Because somebody must have not shown you the correct amount of love. I ship Ron and Hermione, just in case anyone cares. Shipping canon isn't shipping. That's just You can boring. still ship canon. I love them so much. They are correct. I... The, I oh, God. Is this where we need to take our halfway point, James? This is so much, and I... What the fuck, guys? It's a lot of uh, Harry Voldemort stories as well. Harry Voldemort? Yeah. What? This is foul. This is unheard. This is unfounded. This is terrible. What? What? I don't want to fucking watch these movies anymore. I don't want to be involved with these people. The people who would imagine these things to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's f- fucked up. 
The whole fandom. The lot of you. Ginny and Draco. That one wouldn't be so bad. I... I don't give a fuck who you match make, but when you start lining up students and teachers and abusers and not abusers and that shit, that shit's fucked up. That's You're, fucked up. You know, you ain't wrong. Pedophilia is not a fucking thing. I'm gonna go to work on Monday and be like, hey, you weird fucks. Green Gorilla, great joke. What? in the fuck is going on with this there's harry potter fans at my work i have questions for them how this is i i will not stand for this you're standing (laughs) i have ceased standing for this ah You ready? You ready for you ready for your halfway point? Do you... I, I need to take a shower. Go go go! Compose yourself. We'll we'll take halfway point. I, right this here. is. We're gonna come into the next episode, and I'm just gonna be upset to start. This is, ha- you you guys are fucked up. Oh no no no.